0: In case you just pressed play and didn't look at this episode title, the topic is how to increase your prices without losing clients. And this is a tough one, isn't it? In an ideal world, we'd start our business charging the perfect price, one that's going to last forever. But the reality is that over time, we do increase our prices or change our pricing models. And one of the biggest fears around that is the possibility of losing clients. And I find that this is the fear that drives the anxiety around how to communicate those price changes to existing clients. So in this episode, I'll be sharing four ways that you can make this transition much smoother in a way where you don't lose clients or at the very least you minimise that risk. Welcome to the Upgrade Your Education Business podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, and I'm so pleased you're here. As an education business owner myself and a former teacher, I understand the nuances that only apply to us. So in this podcast, I share fluff-free, tailored and actionable ideas that you can mould to suit your needs. If you'd like to take this conversation further, please do reach out. I would love to meet you. And finally, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review. That way, you'll be helping me help more people. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy. Now, before I talk about how to communicate or set up price increases so you don't lose clients in the process, you might be in a situation where you don't actually know whether you should increase your prices. So let's quickly start there. Here are three signs that it might be time to do it. The first sign is if you're resenting how much you're working but feel like you can't afford to reduce your hours. Now in that situation, there might be little tweaks you can make that helps and one of those could be to look at your pricing. Ultimately, if we choose to run a business and if we're resenting it, that's not good. So I always advise getting some numbers down to start with. Do some basic calculations of how much you're working, how much you're making and how much you want to be working and how much you want to be making and let that form your high-level landscape. This gives you a tangible starting point for decision- making instead of being led by emotions. And I can't emphasize this point enough about looking at the data. Last month, I'm going to hold my hands up here. I was feeling a bit down about the tutor's mastermind because a few people left, and I was worried that, "Oh gosh, you know, is it going down?" I, f- I ignored the fact that actually a few people had also joined. so I went to the data. I looked at the data and I realized the mastermind was doing better than it ever has been since it launched. So sometimes our emotions point in a different direction to reality. A second sign that it's time to increase your prices is when you're having to turn down loads of potential business because you don't have the capacity to say yes. There are, of course, other things you can do in the situation like having a waiting list or Providing something alternative. But since we are focusing on pricing, this leans into supply and demand. You could increase your prices to perhaps reduce that demand and to make your supply more lucrative. And a third sign could be if people are too quick to say yes when you tell them your prices. As with all of these signs, context is very important. So while there might be other factors at play, it's worth considering whether your pricing is one of them. See, for people to really put the work in when you work with them, it needs to feel like an investment for them. One where they're spending an amount that they care about spending and therefore take it seriously. So if you're in a position where you feel ready to increase your prices, keep listening for ways to approach rolling out these new prices without upsetting or losing existing clients. The first idea I'll share is something I do and that is to frame it as a natural price increase so that people don't even realise that you've increased your prices. For my tuition business, I charge differently according to which cohort students belong to. If they're preparing for entrance exam, that's one price. If it's for key stage three, that's another and then it increases for key stage four. So because students tend to stay with me for a long time, I wait until they're about to move to the next group before charging more. So if I have increased my prices, it's pretty much invisible to them. Instead, there's a very logical reason behind it so they don't question it. In my terms and conditions as well, I do state that I may increase my prices annually. And while I appreciate that not everyone reads terms and conditions properly, or they may not remember what they've read, That also gives me some backing if I wanted to do it differently. But even then, honestly, I would still choose my timing carefully. So if I did roll out new pricing for all students in a way where it wasn't as invisible as I mentioned earlier, I would perhaps implement it for the start of the new academic year instead of mid-year. I think it's a bit of a psychological thing, which, by the way, I have no research or anything to back up. But in my mind, people have that fresh start mentality, so maybe a price increase then isn't quite so unnerving. Moving to my second tip, regardless of when or how you roll out your new pricing, I would advise giving people plenty of notice. That way they have plenty of time to prepare for it or to think about it and I think it makes it feel more relaxed too because there's no urgency surrounding the change. If needed it gives you time to answer questions or even to replace students who say they'll probably leave. So the notice period gives everyone including you plenty of time to prepare for any changes. One of my clients, she decided to have one to ones with every single client to have a more personalized conversation. So, again, that notice period gives you time to do that. Now, how much notice you give is entirely up to you. I would say that the length of time should probably reflect how big this change is. One of my clients changed her entire business model. She's a tutor who was going from teaching one to one lessons to solely group classes. So, for her, Giving almost an entire academic year's notice worked really well because it allowed her to have those individual conversations, to set up her group classes and to secure more students for when they were due to start, because she she knew how many people were going to carry on and how many were not. However, if you were making just a small change, you could give people something like a terms notice. There really is no formula here. Just make sure you give yourself and your clients enough time to prepare and, if needed, to discuss. My third tip is to consider how you want to roll out price increases. Something I do, and this is just a personal preference, is I honour prices that people are on. It's something that I assure everyone who joins the tutor's mastermind of. So if my price were to increase, theirs won't for as long as they have uninterrupted membership. For my tuition business, if I increase pricing in a way that does affect existing students who are not moving to the next tier, so to speak, as I shared with you earlier, I keep them on the same price and I only charge my new price to new customers. I hope that makes sense. The bottom line is I like to honour prices. But deciding whether to honour prices or not for existing clients really depends on your situation. At the start of this episode, I outlined some scenarios that might signal it's time to increase your prices. So if you're in a position, say, where you really need to work less, but you can't afford to take the risk with your income, then honouring existing pricing may not be an option, in which case I would take the approach of giving people lots of notice and also maybe avoiding mass communication, as I'll talk about shortly. But if you're in a situation where you are actually happy with your existing clients staying on their existing price, then you can just keep them on the same. I do this for clients who I know are with me for a long time because for me it isn't worth changing things up because they give me long-term business and I'm happy with what I charge them. Or I keep things the same if I know they're due to leave soon or to move up to the next tier anyway. One of the things I do with my education business clients is I keep a business tracker and part of that is to create an income monitor that stays up to date. Now, recently, a client and I worked out how much difference it would make to her bottom line if she increased her prices for existing clients and we realised that the amount was so negligible that it wasn't worth it. She might as well just reserve her new pricing for her new clients. So play around with the numbers and decide how worth it is to apply those to existing clients and then use that to steer your decision about how to approach it. And my fourth tip relates to how you communicate your price increase. I mentioned earlier the need to think about how much notice you need to give people and how it may depend on just how big the change is. But another thing to consider is to personalise your communications. So instead of sending a generic mass email to all your clients, you may want to send individual emails. You may want to send an email that starts with some feedback for your student, if you are a tuition business, or just something that starts a natural and positive conversation. And then just say that as an update, your fees will be increasing. You could even welcome them to book a call with you if they have questions. How much time and attention you're willing to give this is entirely up to you. But I do think establishing and maintaining strong relationships is a big part of client retention, and it makes working together fun for everyone anyway. So leaning into that relationship can make the news sting a little less. Also, let's not avoid the possible perception that someone may have. And this is what drives a lot of the fear. They may get annoyed at the news that your prices are increasing. I don't think fear should drive any of our decisions because we don't need to justify why we're making decisions for ourselves or our business. But if you think that could be a risk, I do think it's worth seeing if you can dilute that risk a little. And that personalised attention can calm that kind of situation down. Something to remember on this big topic of pricing is that money is a communication tool. It isn't just something that affects our bottom line. So you should take that into consideration when deciding on your pricing strategy in the first place. I have episodes on this, but for instance, you should think about how your services and products line up on a metaphorical shelf and what the price difference communicates. It's also a way to attract your ideal client. So if you want a more strategic approach, reach out and see how we can work together to create something that's robust. Now, I know that there are more approaches than what I shared today, and it's worth remembering that there's no watertight way of guaranteeing that you won't lose clients. But as I shared, I do implement some of these, and to date, I haven't lost any clients when I've increased my prices. For context, I've increased my prices four times for my tuition business in the last six years and twice for Upgrade Your Education business. My mastermind has gone through three price increases, but in that situation, I just honour whatever fee people join on. So I hope you've walked away with some ideas and most importantly, I hope you are not feeling scared. You know, increasing your pricing isn't mandatory. Make a decision based on what you feel comfortable with and what your business needs but if you do want to increase your price, please don't let fear stop you. Thank you as always for spending your time with me and you'll hear from me on Wednesday for a short burst of business inspiration. Would you like to take this discussion further? Perhaps you have some questions or you'd like more ideas on tailoring your business. If so, book a free discovery call through the link in the show notes.